0: What's up, everyone? Uh, We are here on home soil. The Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal started off wet, dried out a little bit. Um, What did you think of Um,
1: I thought Max showed up vintage Max. That's my first
0: initial thoughts. Vintage Max, vintage Alonso, bro.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Listen, we'll give Alonso his flowers when it gets there. But Max just looked like he was on a different level um he drove really really well like really well so i was really impressed with him it didn't look like anybody was in his class and i just felt like initial thoughts carlos is just weak he felt really weak all all like
0: well he he made a mistake again at the end under pressure
1: yeah but i mean even when he didn't it just felt like max was a level ahead of him right and you don't feel that difference with charles so for me specifically it just it just looks bad on Charles every single time. Like, I just... Every single week, I just lose more faith in Charles.
0: Not Charles. You mean Carlos.
1: Sorry, Carlos. Yeah, every single week that yeah. passed, I just lose more faith in Carlos. I felt bad for Charles. Obviously, he has to take his back-of-the-grid penalty, and Ferrari submitted a little bit later than Alpha Tori. Um, So, he'll start at the back-of-the-grid instead of Yuki Tsunoda. But, you know, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I'm sure he'll make it up into the top five, but... All in all, just disappointing weekend for Ferrari so far.
0: Yeah, uh, Ferrari's coming off a bad, we- a bad weekend in Baku. And now it looks like, you know, you got Carlos in third. And Charles is going to be fighting his way up from the top of the grid. But, I mean, bottom of the grid. But I still think that Charles will end up on the podium. I don't. Why I not? Think,
1: I think, I just think things happen.
0: We've and, seen what uh, Lewis has done in previous years when they had the best car.
1: Yeah, but he's got to fight off Checo. Like, Checo's making his way up. He's got to fight off Checo. Checo's
0: in 13th, man. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And then he. I also think that um, with this type of car, I don't think that there's the same type of reliability that Mercedes had last year, if that makes sense. So I could see him making up to the podium. I'm not saying it's impossible, but he has to pass... Think about this, right? There's gonna be about a, a a thirty second gap within the first six laps, right? Between him mm-hmm. and Max, right? Let's just say that. Then he's got to make up pace on between him and Checo, which is gonna be a good good amount of distance. If he doesn't get off a good start, he's gonna be behind guys like Latifi and stuff that are gonna hold him up a little bit. Then he got to catch up to Checo. Like I just find it's a lot lot of way to go. I can see him doing it, but I think it's probably like a twenty percent chance he does it. Like so I would bet you- on it.
0: Where do you think Charles finishes I then?
1: I think he finishes like fourth or fifth. Like, I, I think that he's really close to the podium, but I don't think he finishes. I just think he, if he was like 15th, I think it'd be very easy. Um, but I don't know. What, do you, what are your initial thoughts?
0: I mean, I think he has a chance at podiuming. Um, but, but yeah, he's got to get, get past Perez as well. So I think to your point, fourth or fifth is more realistic. Um, and Ferrari is going to need it because you can't hold your breath for Carlos. So if you you need a good weekend, I think if you um, just look at the last couple races, whether it's three or four races, Mercedes has more combined points. So if you're a Ferrari, you need a Hercules performance out of Charles, and you got to hope that Carlos at least stays in third.
1: But do you trust the Ferrari car at the same point? He's going to have. I be mean, to fall he's got a tomorrow. brand
0: new engine, like. I, I trust it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that brand new, that his engine was brand new also in the last two races, pretty much. He took a new engine going into Barcelona.
0: I think it's very unlikely for them to have another problem.
1: Yeah. So, what are you betting on him making a podium? Because it sounds like you, you, you're more on the positive side of him getting a podium than I am. Like, if you're a betting man, what are you saying? 50%? <laughs> 60%? Because I'm going 50%. You think 50%? I think that's a little high, but I, I, don't, I don't hate it um but yeah I, i'm not a believer in in carlos at all i think i think i think ferrari made a mistake signing him long term as of right now it's yeah. kind of the prisoner of the moment but it is what it is I, i'm just not i have not been impressed with carlos all year
0: do you think if he doesn't um slide out of the final chicane he beats max but because he's still a full like almost an eighth off of the the pace
1: no i don't i, I really don't think he beats max it's just that's part of carlos right he has not been able to perform really well under pressure like that's just and i'm not saying it's the pressure I'm, i don't know what it is but when it's come to moments where he needs to shine he has not performed so i'm not putting it on him i'm not betting on him especially that he's the only ferrari car he probably felt that a little bit more too right so no like he just he honestly needs to figure it out he do, he really does
0: he definitely does i'm, I'm with that i think um I'm also with you on they made the wrong move by signing him long term. Um, and it's honestly started, Ferrari started the season so great. And it's just been really, I don't want to say unlucky. It's been bad of late.
1: Yeah, it's, they've been trajecting downhill, which really sucks. But, you know, we'll see what Charles does. We'll see if he puts up a championship level effort. I mean, that's what I want to see from Charles tomorrow. I don't care if he finishes fourth, fifth, whatever, third, second, even if he ends up winning the race. Um, I think that as long as I see a very valid effort from him that puts up like that type of effort you saw from Luce in Brazil, and you know, you see Max make his way up the grid too a couple times last year. So if I see that, I'll be more than impressed with him. So that's kind of where my head's at with him.
0: For sure. So what about Fernando Alonso? I think we got to give him his flowers. 10 years later, here he is on the front row.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Waters the equal, the, not equal, but the best neutralizer, right? And, you know, he was driving the car on edge the whole time. And you just got to give the man his flowers, man. He's been in the F1 for, what, 18 years? So he's just been killing it, man. And you just got to put respect on his name. He's just, at the end of the day, he's two-time world champion. Could have been a little bit, could have probably had a couple more. And I still think if you put him in a, in, in a top car, he'd still be able to fight for a world championship. So you got to give the man his flowers.
0: I agree. If he's in, if he's in the Red Bull or the Ferrari today, he's competing for a championship. And not only is wet the equalizer, but wet is also what separates great drivers from the rest. Like the greats and the vets know how to deal with wet. I mean, we saw George trying to be super bold going going out on slicks. It was just I could never see it happening.
1: Yeah, I I, I didn't hate the move, by the way. I, I, I can say if I he gets make.
0: through that corner, he makes up the time I, I get it, but we all know like the slicks if you if they get wet like you, you lose it man
1: yeah, but there's also like times this year where he's low well, last year is is the is the reason why he had those podiums or those high positions right is when he took those bold moves right so he was the first one to really get on slicks in um uh i think it, it wasn't spa but i think it was another rainy race to begin with. When he finished third, the next race after, when he started third. So I don't hate it, man. Like you go. He for really the had nothing
0: to lose. So I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, he has to pass Magnussen and Mick Schumacher. So he'll be right back up in sixth or fifth. And there's like Lewis ahead of him. And like, it's not that big of a deal, right? So it's what Ocon. So Ocon's his re- only real challenge, in my opinion. Or is Ocon, yeah, yeah. Ocon finished behind him? Ocon seventh. Yeah, so it's Ocon, probably Mick,
0: Schumacher, Magnuson, Hamilton.
1: Yeah, so he'll. He, there was nothing really to lose if he finishes sixth this time. Whatever he loses a streak, but I'm not mad at it. Um,
0: you called it. You said he's losing a streak here.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, if he loses a streak, it would really suck. But overall, George was more impressive than Lewis for most of the qualifying. So you know, you gotta you gotta gamble, right? You gotta put trust in your driver. You gotta give him some leeway, and he made that call. And you know what? It was a mistake, but. I thought overall he had a pretty good showing other than obviously he had he had
0: He was way better throughout qualifying. I mean, he was able to get consistent purple sector ones.
1: Yeah, I think that he's definitely better than Lewis right now like in terms of, um, like we talked about car setups and I think it's well documented he has a better car setup but he's been the better driver this year so far and I don't think anything today indicates anything less.
0: For sure. And I think, you know, you look at Hamilton's time. I mean, obviously today it's tough because we're on intermediates at the end. But, I mean, you're still a full second and a half, maybe a second and six tenths off the pace. Like, the Mercedes is nowhere close, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, are you ready to write off their season?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm saying it right now. They're going to finish third in the constructors and, uh, you know, Lewis will be lucky if he even moves up much more than he is
1: yeah it's it's a sad time for mercedes because this is the end of a eight eight time title reign it's really sad
0: um it is sad it, it's unfortunate it's sad and when you're a um eight time constructors champ like they are you shouldn't get it wrong
1: yeah i don't think you shouldn't get it wrong but i don't think that it should be this bad. like, And I don't understand
0: figuring- why we're still, like, I sent you that um, debrief from, like, Lewis. Like, why are we still trying so many things this far into the season? I just don't understand how it can be almost like they're trying to reinvent the world's problem, like, solving the world's problems, and they can't. Like, it shouldn't be this hard to figure it out.
1: I mean, it's engineering, right? I I, I understand it. I I understand you're a frustrated fan, so that's why you feel that way, but I don't know. I, I don't feel the same way because they, they're going for an innovative design, right? Everybody has very similar designs, right? But Mercedes is the only one that really kind of went far left or far right, whatever way you want to go. But if they figured it out, like they did for the turbo hybrid era when in 2014 they'd be miles ahead of everybody. And that's the way Mercedes looks at things. Right. So for sure. And
0: if they figure it out, then next year will be great. It's just going to be a tough year. Um, you just hope that they can use all of these races as reps to figure it out. And yeah, that's so what I
1: understand why are you so frustrated about like why they haven't figured it out yet or why they're trying these different things? Because, That's what they do, right? Mercedes is the most... Remember when they added DOS to their car where they could tilt their wheels to get more temperature to it? Like, Mercedes does these things, and that's what makes them such a great constructor. Now, like Lewis said, they take risks, and this was a big risk that didn't pay off, but I would be frustrated.
0: I mean, of course you're frustrated when you're used to seeing them win every single race, and they're not. I mean, as as any fan, you're going to be frustrated.
1: I mean, about the figuring it out part already or why they're trying to be the best. Like... They're taking gambles to be the best, right? I'm sure they could compete with Ferrari and Red Bull if they went with the normal average design that everybody went with, right? The one that they had in Mm -hmm. pre-testing. But I get it. It's upsetting in terms of results-wise, but would you rather them just be fighting in the pack or would you rather them try to shoot for the stars? And that's what you got to weigh out as a fan, right? And you know what? You got to have some bounce-back years, right? So maybe this is a bounce-back year.
0: For sure, I just really want to see Lewis get another one. And by the sounds of it, I mean, Lewis has been pretty composed throughout the year. Maybe he's on board with it because he realizes a bounce back year is going to be there. And he is for it. Um, he hasn't showed impatience, which w- what that's what I was worried about. I was like, man, this is it. Like Lewis has only got this year, but he hasn't really been impatient. He's obviously voiced his frustrations with the discomfort of the car, but he's, he's been pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I don't, think they, I don't think he wins his eighth. I, th- I think I'm going to make that call now.
0: He doesn't win eight.
1: No, because you, um, this is a valuable year lost, which I get why you're frustrated when you put it that way. And then you have George with you for a year, so George gets to learn from you. So it's not like you get a rookie George next year. So I think that George is really going to be neck and neck with you next year in terms of levels of driving. And plus, you still got to compete with Ferrari and Red Bull. So, yeah, I, I, I'm ready to say that I'll put it on wax. I don't think Luce wins number eight. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it on wax. I don't think he does.
0: Okay. You heard it here. <laughs> Lifting Coast. That's it, Louis, Louis staying on number seven.
1: I, uh, listen, some things aren't meant to be broken, and maybe Schumacher's record's not meant to be broken. But... And it
0: will always go down to damn Latifi and Mick Schumacher and the antics that played out at Abu Dhabi. What a crazy story that will be in the history books forever. Yeah, did you, Crofty
1: asked um, Toto how Luce felt about Abu Dhabi again th- this week. Like, come on, Crofty. Uh, sorry, not Crofty, Brundle. Like, come on, bro. Yes. we don't need that. Like, let's, let's just move on. But speaking of Latifi, don't you just love seeing him at the bottom?
0: Bro, he also, again, like, it was funny that, like, um, in Q1, he was the last, I think, the last car to get across the line. And they're like, oh, is Latifi going to break his streak? And it's like, he hasn't got out of Q1 this entire season.
1: Yeah, so it was funny because you speak of that moment with Latifi, right? And I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, he was never going to pass him. He was never going to, like, why are we even talking about it? That's literally what went through my head. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, seriously. But that's like, what are we also doing just
0: like, why is he, again, like, why is he here? He cannot get out of Q1. He, there is nothing that you and I have seen since doing this podcast where he has shown that he belongs on this grid of 20 drivers.
1: Yeah, he, uh, I just don't want to talk about Latifi anymore, man. I don't want to seem this is like a hate Latifi pod, but the fact nah. that they actually said can Latifi push? <laughs> Who was it that was on the line? Whoever it was, whoever was on the the border, looking out, like on on the brink of elimination. I think it was
0: Gasly at the time.
1: No, Gassly got eliminated, and no, Gasly got eliminated. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, But speaking of Pierre, like he did not have a good show, but like that's part of his car, like. He just doesn't says Pierre seem like he hasn't had a
0: good showing all year. It's been a very like, like he had
1: a great showing last week,
0: yeah, but if you look at the season in comparison to last season, it's it's very different,
1: yeah. I mean, you said you didn't have a good showing all year. He had a great show last week. So I think this was a little bit of car issues. I, I, I'll chalk that up more to that this year. um sorry, this weekend, so but I'm curious to see what Pierre does over the next couple weeks because. I think his stock is falling a little bit. To be honest with you, that's so, what I'm
0: saying. If you, this entire season has been very underwhelming for him. He, yes, he had a bright spot last weekend, but if you look at the course of eight races, it's been very lackluster.
1: Yeah. So results, I say, it's lackluster. But how much is that in Alphatori's car? Obviously, he had some he had some issues with the car earlier. So I get it. His stock's falling a little bit, but. We do gotta be mindful of that as too, right? So I know not mean you've been a little critical on Pierre, but let's let's put in perspective that situations are a thing too. And you know, Yuki hasn't had looked great either, and he looked great yeah, last year. I so
0: yeah, for sure. They definitely don't have the car they had last year.
1: Yeah, so we gotta put that on into perspective. Um, I'm sure you saw or you heard, because I know you're busy today. Did you hear about Vettel's like amazing FP three?
0: No, I didn't.
1: So Veto looked like he was with Alonso neck and neck on FP3, and then he just didn't make it on Q1. Well, they were
0: saying, like, the Aston—you know what? That's right. They did say, like, they weren't able to get the carryover from FP3 into quality because yeah. they looked so slow in quality.
1: So his car was neck on neck with Alonso's car, and it felt really good. I know the temperatures slash track changed a bit, but he couldn't sure. It was way wetter um i would say it was similar i think it, the track got a little colder i think if that's what they said on track but they, they seem pretty similar because they started off on wets and him alonzo were kind of neck and neck and then they went to inters at the end of uh, fp3 so i would say it was kind of similar but he was killing in fp3 so i'm like wow did they figure it out lance show i think finished fp3 around like sixth or seventh right somewhere around there so I thought, like, maybe Aston Martin's figure something out. And this Stroll is why Stroll, Stroll finished
0: thirteenth in FP three. I got it up right now.
1: Oh well, at the at the beginning, like, he was sitting up around the top at, most of the time. So
0: and then Vettel was third.
1: Yeah, so th- they were doing really well in FP three. So I was like, hey, has, has Aston Martin figured something out? But you know, you got to take a grain of salt with practice. So you know, I, I, was, I was watching them really closely, and then you know, Stroll doesn't do anything. He was absolutely terrible. Then you see Vettel that couldn't figure it out. He said it felt like the left rear was broken. So he really didn't have any grip under that car, which is interesting, but I don't know. It, it's it's tough for Aston Martin. I feel bad for Vettel because I think Vettel's still showing he has something left in the tank.
0: He's being listen, since he came back from obviously, um, you know, he missed if what, he missed a few races start of the year, because he was he had COVID, right?
1: Yep. He had COVID the start the I year. I mean, since
0: he's being He's been pretty consistent. We talked about on the uh, maybe two pods ago or when I was back in office, like he's found form and he's performed very well and he's destroyed his teammates. So there is still something there with Vettel. And it's a shame that it's being wasted with Aston Martin.
1: Well, he's the winner of the last two Canadian Grand Prix. So shout out to him. But he has scored a point in every single race he's finished this year. So does that streak break? Who knows? We'll find out. But he's been pretty consistent. So
0: we'll, we'll see what happens. We will. We will. And, you know, we got to shout out the guys over at Haas, man. Like Mick Schumacher with his best ever quality performance. I don't care man.
1: about Haas, man. Until they do something <laughs> in a race day, I don't care. Six, what have they done other than a race? What have they done, actually? Talk about it. What have they this season,
0: done? they've always, well, not always, they have shown, especially early in the season, like K-Mac, great quality, and then in the race, they fall right off.
1: That's my point. So until they actually do no something race, pace. race day, I don't care. No like, race I, pace. I, I really don't care about Haas because it's just frustrating as a Mick Schumacher fan. And he hasn't been great, but we'll see what happens What happens? To, what happens tomorrow. But man, it's looking, they, It's looking
0: good for Lewis, man. I think he's going to get his podium.
1: No, he's not. You're crazy.
0: He's in fourth, brother.
1: You're crazy. You don't think Checo and Charles can make their way up to challenge that?
0: I mean, I, I said Charles can, but I also think Alonso is going to fall off. Tomorrow, the conditions are going to be normal.
1: That's fine, but Alonso, the Alpine's been compared competitive with the Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. You also got to think about this, too. I mean, George can contend for that spot, too. But I mean, listen, do I see Lewis finishing on the podium? No. Could it happen? Yes, but... What are you putting your chances on? Are you betting on him getting a podium? <laughs> I'm asking you right um, now. Are you? Yeah, betting I'm him betting.
0: Getting- I'm I'm betting on him getting a podium. Okay, so what can I we? I called bet on it. Now? I I called it in quali uh, on the last pod. I said he's gonna get his podium. So what can we bet on? Listen, if what Lewis can, what, what doesn't, can we throw a if, if Lewis if Lewis doesn't finish on the podium, um, then I'll then we'll have to do. I don't know. Maybe we'll just do a pod where I gotta. I don't know. You tell me. We got to figure that
1: right? out. We'll think of something else Listen, for, uh, for another part. We'll, we'll put
0: a bet together, but I'm betting that Lewis is finishing on the podium tomorrow.
1: Okay. I don't hate it. I, I just think it's so
0: unlikely, man. Like I think he's she- in 4th. Like I just again, if you look at this entire season, he has had the bad luck of the draw when it comes to safety cars. Like I just think regardless eventually things have to go your way. It's just the way of the world, man. Like not really. No, no different than like you're saying that Charles going to have um, engine issues. Like probably not, man. Like you're just not going to screw it up that many times.
1: Hey, hey, but that's different. Charles engine not, I mean, working fine is not things going your way. That's just things working normally. <laughs> and if things work out normally, Checo has enough pace, 1.5 seconds per lap, right? Like Max's mm-hmm. car. That's right. So if you do that over 60 laps, can he not catch up to Lewis?
0: Of course he can.
1: So the likelihood to me is very low. Now, listen, he could. You're right. He could. I'm
0: also banking on Carlos and Alonso not living up to what they're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I'm also banking on Lewis having a bad start again this year.
0: Yeah, so. Like he's typically
1: had, right? So, listen, Lewis doesn't wake up until the summertime. So (laughs) he wakes up in Silverstone. So we're not at Silverstone. So. But anyways, I, I, I appreciate the Lewis fandom. Like I said, I know you're a Lewis fan. I'm not mad at it. I just don't see it. I think it's more likely that Charles finishes on the podium than Lewis does. That, that's kind of like, you know, I put a 20% chance. I got like a 10% yeah. chance Lewis finishes okay. on the podium. Well, but
0: tomorrow we're going to be locked in. We're
1: going to be locked in. I want to throw this out to you quickly. Um, so obviously, you know, Alonzo had a great race. What did you think of Ocon? Sorry, great qualifying. But what did you think of Ocon?
0: I mean, he was almost two full seconds behind Alonso.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I we've talked about it, but I don't believe in Ocon. I really don't. Alonzo I think he belongs is, on the grid, but I don't think he's your young driver you bank on. And there's a bunch of rumors that Piastri will be going to Williams, which I know we've kind of talked about for a while that he needs to take Latifi's spot, but I'm just not a fan of Ocon, man.
0: Ocon definitely belongs on the grid. 100%. But...
1: But is he your young guy to usher you through to the next era and of Alpine like Renault? Like they've won titles, right? Like, like
0: the thing is, right? You got to put this into perspective, and I know obviously things have happened this season. Ocon has double the points that Alonso has.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all know Alonso's had really bad luck with his car. Remember his side of his car blew well, out, sure. his DNS, exactly. like, and he was like in, I think, like in the top six or top five. But we also know points don't tell a full story. They don't, because. What did I say about Charles and Carlos last year? Carlos won only like 30% of the races. Yeah, everyone was
0: like, you know, quick to say Carlos did better.
1: Yeah, but Charles won head-to-head about 70% of the races. He had more DNFs, but if you base it on poor average. And then what what happened this year? We saw that. So points are points. I get it. Points are also situations, right? But. I know you're not saying that Ocon's a better driver than Alonso. You, are, you're you're know I'm not saying that. that.
0: But what I'm saying is, I I really don't know. You know, really, because we've talked about this too. Like, if Alpine's going to change their driver, they've got their young French guy coming up. Until he's ready, I don't see them making a change.
1: Yeah, but that's not the point, though. The point is that. Is Ocon the guy you want to lead it with? That's what I'm asking you.
0: Definitely not. He's not a number one driver if you're trying to pursue uh championship contention.
1: And you w- would you rather gamble on him or gamble on Piastri? Like just you personally. This is not like anything you know, but would well, you the rather thing take is, an unknown I think talent?
0: We we've both discussed the fact that um is Piastri or is it Devries? Which one's the older one?
1: DeVries is twenty seven. Piastri is yeah, nineteen.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm rather going to bank on the upside of a 19-year-old.
1: That's what I mean, though. With And listen, we understand contracts are a thing, right? But I'm throwing contracts in the window. I'm just saying, if you're Alpine and you have a fresh slate between Ocon and Piastri, Ocon's shown you he's an F1 driver and he's still young enough to grow. But Piastri won F2 last year. And I think it was his first year or second year, which is really big. And he's just, you know, he's a hot commodity. So I'd rather gamble on him a little bit. But it's just like, I just don't believe in Ocon and I don't know why. I just don't.
0: Ocon Ocon started Bahrain, Saudi, Australia. He was in the top 10, had strong points finishes in those three. And then, Amelia, kind of like 14th. And then, um, his performances have gone downhill. Like, started the season strong, they've now gone downhill. So, I don't know. Like, I, I think he is a good F1 driver, but if you bring in Piastri, where does Ocon go, right? Like, does he take a Williams seat because they got to get rid of Latifi? I think the entire you grid don't have, needs you don't to change. You don't
1: have to do that. You just get rid of Alonzo.
0: Yeah, but Alonzo ain't going nowhere, bro.
1: I mean, his contract is done this year, right? But they have he's to renew made it him.
0: pretty clear he, he ain't retiring.
1: But doesn't mean that Alpine has to renew him, right? But my, po- my whole point is, like, I hope Alpine's not banking, banking on him as a young driver. That's my whole
0: point. No, no, I don't, and I don't think they are. I don't think they've made it clear, like, oh, we're going to build around Ocon.
1: And you know what? You could be 100% correct, but we don't know that. Because
0: I, I mean, I've listen, seen it. They've, they've talked on, about wait, wait, their, wait, wait, wait. the future of their...
1: No, no, wait, wait, wait. They gave him a contract of 2024. That is saying you are a future for the next three years, so this year and the next two years. So they have shown him a lot of faith in him, right? So... But anyways, we go. We don't have the debate about this law. I'm sure we'll talk about it as the year it goes on. We need to else. do a
0: pod on just the entire grid because I think next season the grid is going to change dramatically. Like, yeah, what's going to happen with Danny open. Rick? Um, you know, there's no way Latifi's staying. It's just at this no, point, it, Latifi's it's suicide.
1: gone. Latifi's gone, right? Like that's pretty. So the whole rumor, you've read the rumor about uh, Williams moving to Renault engines and getting Piastri on a discount, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure Latifi's got. Who's picking up Latifi? Not Haas. No, not Alf Romero.
0: If anyone picks up Latifi, <laughs> just just leave Yeah, that
1: d- for so Latifi's gone. I don't know if. Mi- I think Mick has a seat. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. But, um, like, I think Latifi's the only seat that's gone and Ricardo potentially. But th- those are the only two people I can see leaving the grid. Like, do you see? I don't see Yuki leaving the grid. Obviously, Pierre Gazi's not leaving the grid. Is there anybody else that might leave the grid? Just quickly. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, it's, it's funny because as, as we're talking about this, like dude, I'm just looking like, yeah, there's a pretty, it's pretty. Only, I mean, I mean, Vettel
1: could leave the grid, but do you really see Vettel not having a seat next year? If he no, no, no.
0: And it's pretty apparent that Williams is going to bring on Piastri.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, so let's finish off the pod with some fun things. Our boy Bottas didn't make it into Q3,
0: bro. I was dying when I saw that. <laughs> it was um, it wasn't a good performance for him.
1: No, it hasn't been in the last two races, right? So I wonder if Bottas is sick under the weather, because like, let's just be honest, right? He hasn't qualified both well in the last two, and that's not Bottas. Like race days, Bottas not doing well, but him not performing on qualifying is not him. So I wonder what's going on there.
0: Like, yeah, shout out to Joe though. He, so out- he I'm very happy his- for him. Outperformed Veltree and he made it through to Q three, man. That's, like, that's, that's two races in a row, right? Again, like we we've given Joe his flowers. Obviously, I mean, it's not like he's had an incredible year, but for a rookie in the sport and in a. I just think he's done well, man. He hasn't made mistakes. Yeah. You saw Yuki good. last year. Like, Yuki, definitely, you can see the upside of him. But, you know, Yuki as a rookie was making rookie mistakes. He was crashing. He was getting mad at his team. Like, we haven't seen that from Joe. We saw, and then also you look at Mick. Like, Joe has been one of the best rookies.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've said this constantly, both of us, is that he hasn't proved he belongs on the grid, but he hasn't made any mistakes to say he doesn't belong on the grid, right? So, for sure. He's in a great spot. He beat Valtry last race in in terms of uh, qualifying position or grid position. So, shout out to him. But I think there's something else going on with Valtry because he's never this bad at qualifying and losing to your rookie teammate. It's got to be something going on.
0: Yeah. What's going on with Valtry, man? I I noticed that, uh, you know, he uh, got to Montreal and then him and his girl took off on a helicopter to the US. And yeah, maybe he's distracted.
1: Yo, did you see uh, Sergio Perez eating poutine and stuff? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I can't believe he's eating poutine in this Montreal sandwich just before, like, before Grand Prix. Like, don't- I,
0: honestly, um, I don't understand what the... Listen, we're Canadians. We know there's a big difference between Quebec and the rest of Canada. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't even think people in Quebec like poutine. like The rest of the world likes poutine.
1: I th- I don't know. You know me. I've never ate poutine in my life, so I just I don't understand why people that. love
0: it so much. Like I, if I'm having fries, I'd rather just fries. Like I don't want cheese and gravy, fam.
1: Talk to your brother.
0: You know, He's a big poutine lover. You know, I, that. I don't get the whole poutine. Like like we were discussing, there's someone, one of our I guess colleagues who's in Montreal. He went there for poutine. Like it's just people go on vacation tomorrow shout shout just to, to eat it shout out to yeah, figs yeah but
1: yeah um we gotta g- give our our predictions for tomorrow and then we can get out of here so who do you got
0: i got max one i got i got max one hold on i, I gotta be smart smart here honestly bro i got max one lewis two Ooh. Oh man, there's so much traffic for these guys to get through, bro. Max one, Lewis second, Charles third.
1: Wow.
0: That's my that's my top three.
1: I got I got max one. I think Max is gonna be typical super max. So you there is a lot that happens on the Canadian Grand Prix, right? Like you know Yo, like Fernando
0: it. says he's he's gonna be leading after lap one.
1: Yeah. I got I got Fernando finishing second. Damn. I think I think Fernando's going to put out an adventure performance. He'll be on the podium for sure, but I got him second. I think that he'll hold up. He'll be able to defend Lewis like he did in Hungary. It's not the same track, but I think he will be. Um, and I got Carlos third. I have it kind of fishing out the way it is.
0: Okay. Um, do you, what do you think of Fernando's comments that he's going to be leading after lap one? That's bold.
1: He's Fernando Alonso. I believe in him. Bro.
0: Nah, bro. We got nor we got we got prime racing conditions tomorrow. Max. Can but get has off Max to been good start. off the
1: starts? Like Max I mean we know Max, Max has had
0: his, his issues there, but I can't see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Alonzo, I think I think the Ooh, I think it's more advantageous to be in second in this race, isn't it? Because you have yeah, the inside definitely.
0: line yeah, that's what they that's why he said it because they yeah, yeah, the, you want to be second here. I
1: give it a sixty percent chance he's there. If, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting he's leading the race, but he'll lose it after lap five. <laughs> like it's cool, Alonzo, you'll lead the race for yeah, the first yeah. lap.
0: You, you have no chance. There's a second and a half almost two seconds on race pace. Yeah, yeah, you might get
1: have. the you might get the start, but Max will gain advantage again by lap five or seven. But I will say that I'm betting on Alonzo to lead the race after lap uh, being the lead after the first turn. I think he can do it. Um, and your dragger for tomorrow.
0: I'm looking right now at last week's race. My dragger is going to be... I mean... I'm going to go with Valtteri.
1: You've, been, you've typically been spot on, so I, I guess we can probably bank on Valtry having a good weekend, a good day. <laughs> I'm going to go with Seb. I, I can't okay. bet against Seb because you know Seb has scored a point every single time um, he's finished a race. So you know I'm hoping on the streak continuing. So actually, Yo, Seb finished Seb... with points last week though, so I can't pick Seb shit. Yo, um, you know I'm gonna go out of character. I don't, I hate you know I hate him. I wanna pick uh I wanna pick Lance Stroll.
0: Wow. I'll
1: give Lance. Stroll, I think Lance Stroll might be able to pull something out. My he's guy, guy going.
0: My guy going with Strolovich,
1: fam. Here's the thing, too, though, right? You know a lot of stuff happens at Canadian Grand Prix. I, I also believe that George is going to move up quite a bit because stuff's going to happen. And you know George. He's pretty bold slash um, he, he takes a risk, right? He calculates So risk.
0: I can see that. And also, we didn't, we didn't acknowledge this on the pod. Shout out to Montreal, man. Like The stands were packed, and it was not comfortable in that rain.
1: No, listen, me and you aren't a fan of Montreal because it's our home race. But the way these people speak about Montreal is, yo, they love Montreal, man. I know it's a great racetrack, right? But like the atmosphere seems like the drivers love it. Like Max was happy to be. When do you hear Max shut out like random sports? I know.
0: And did you hear uh, Villeneuve's like doing the post race where he was just like, yo, like obviously drivers love being here, but they also love the city. Like they like to go out of Montreal.
1: I mean, it's like Europe. That's why.
0: They're going out. And I mean, I, I don't know if you saw like uh, Pierre and Charles in traffic last night downtown. I did see that. Like, Why are they the dri- out the drivers are Listen, this is what I'm talking about. And we do know that Pierre wants to stay in Monaco because of partying. Like, I think Pierre just likes to party, bro.
1: Yeah, he likes the lifestyle. He's the next Danny Rick, potentially. Um, bro. <laughs> what I will say to you, though, is you just said that uh, they, they like Montreal for the city. It's just because it's cheap, bro. It's a cheap Europe. You bring euro dollars, you get to spend. It can you get about well, one point five times, one point four times because it's in Canadian. Right now it's
0: like 1.6, bro.
1: It's a one six. So for every so every sixty cents, you, uh, every sixty cents you spend, you get a dollar or whatever the conversion is. I could be wrong. Um, and you know they just enjoy it because it's Europe. So shout out to uh, shout out to our Europeans that enjoy Montreal. It's bro, like they enjoy euro. It.
0: They're yep. enjoying it right now. They, they out there. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for the, uh, you know, the Lewis and Angela Cullen at the club doing the Bob thing. Like, you know, we saw it in Miami. It's probably coming. Um, and I, you know what? They're probably all out tonight. I, I'm starting to think, like, maybe these F1 drivers ain't going to bed early on the Saturday night.
1: No, 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 no. Lewis goes to bed early on a Saturday night.
0: Just Sunday, eh?
1: Sunday, for sure, no. I think George goes to bed early. George looks at the type to go to bed early. George has his tidy white He's on at like nine o'clock on, on, on a race the day before race day.
0: Shooting Toto attacks. I'm in bed.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like George looks like <laughs> the type that wore like the like matching pajamas with his girlfriend during Christmas. And you know what I mean? That, wow. That's George Russell for you. He's my you favorite driver. George. He's my favorite driver. He's you know, so he's definitely in his co- he's in his bed by nine o'clock, cozy, showered, ready to go, wakes up at 7 a.m. on race day. You know the typical, like he's like to tea. Wow, well, you with that statement Jim, and you're against that statement.
0: You know what? Prep boy George, I'm with it.
1: Yeah, I'm with it. I, I think Lance Stroll's out having a great time tonight, though.
0: Oh, listen, I can guarantee guys like Stroll and Latifi will be having a great time tonight because they don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Latifi cares about ruining Lewis's career, but we'll, uh, we'll like leave that Latifi's
0: getting drunk tonight. He don't care. Like, what's he trying to race for tomorrow, 20th?
1: <laughs> wow. Um, I, I hope Albon has a good weekend, a good showing. He he looked yeah. alright during qualifying, so I hope Albon has a good showing tomorrow. Hopefully he does, but we'll see what happens.
0: We will. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Races at three o'clock our time. Um, right, three our time.
1: Yeah, three o'clock. Three o'clock our two time. Eastern,
0: so two local time. Y-
1: yeah, so we get to feel like uh like we're in Europe. We get to feel like they do our normal week uh, race days. And
0: and it's gonna be nice. I think Montreal is gonna be crazy. Um, until it rains. I don't it's not raining, it's pure sunshine. It's,
1: That's what you think, until it rains. You know how it is. You know how the Montreal yeah. weather goes. You know how Yo, Canadian
0: weather is. Before we wrap up, like that was the other thing today. There was no like crazy accidents. Sure. One red flag, a couple yellows, but it was pretty calm. Like no one screwed up.
1: I mean, it's a normal racetrack, too, right? Like it's a hybrid. Right, but it's like it feels normal. I think if it was like Monaco or street circuit, there'd be a lot yeah. more. I don't know. Like, I didn't expect her to be, but you are right. There was a lot of rain. There's obviously like
0: there were some uh, huge puddles, bro. Prez,
1: Prez went into the border uh, barrier, so did Magnussen. But yeah, you're right. But I feel like these drivers know the Canadian Grand Prix so well, too, plays a part in it. I don't know. I get what you're saying, but I don't, for some reason, I don't feel surprised after you said that. I statement. feel like
0: tomorrow we'll have crazier things happen than we did in Quali, and it'll be dry.
1: That's kind of how I feel, too. But I'm not surprised. Even when you say to me for some reason, I'm not surprised. The
0: down into turn one, there's going to be a, like, we had nothing happen at Baku into turn one. We're, we're seeing a collision.
1: I would hope, I'm hoping that Alonso takes on Max and he leads for a second.
0: That would be amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not like where Max or Alonso get hurt, but, you know, getting a little accident. So we'll leave you guys with that. Appreciate you guys tapping in. Sorry we're a little late. We're about, what, seven hour, five hours late on this one? Not even, no. Uh, like three hours. You're going to be yeah. about three hours late.
0: Yeah, that's, that was my fault. Some uh, family oh, that's obligations. All good. but it's all good. Listen, we tomorrow uh, tomorrow, I'm sure we we watching the race together. I want to be locked in for it. So, uh,
1: Listen, the Canadian Grand Prix is going to be a great race. I don't want to be locked in. This is going to be Georgia's first non-fifth fifth finish. Well, Just we'll say. See. All right, we'll guys. See. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. All
0: right. Peace.